Hello and welcome to another episode of May Contain Traces of Soy, the podcast all about surviving and thriving on a plant-based, zero-waste lifestyle. I'm your host, Rochelle, and if this is your first time listening, welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited that you're here. And if you are a regular listener, welcome back. It means so much to me that you are taking the time to listen to these episodes. I am so stoked. <laughs> if you are new around here, just click that subscribe button or that follow button. And if you're listening on iTunes today, please leave me a little review or a rating and let me know what you think of the podcast. It really helps to push the podcast up there so that more people see it and hopefully spread that non-judgmental vegan message. So if you are new around here, we do do shout outs on this show where you, the listener, can get in contact with us and you can ask us questions, suggest topics or guests for the show, and we'll do a shout out for you on the next episode. You can hit us up on Instagram. We are May Contain Traces of Soy or on Facebook. You can also find us online at maycontaintracesofsoy.com. I will pop all the links in the show description, so definitely go check that out. We share recipes and articles on some of the topics that we cover on the show, so it is a great resource. I am super excited for today's episode. Today we are going to be discussing whether the word vegan needs rebranding and the rise of the terminology plant-based. We'll be getting into the differences and the similarities between the two and discussing why wording is so important when delivering a message. Firstly, let's get straight into those definitions and how the two of them differ. Okay, so vegan. Veganism is a way of life that seeks to exclude as far as possible and practical the exploitation of and cruelty to animals for food, clothing, or any other purpose. This term was coined in Western culture in England in 1944 by a group of dairy-free vegetarians who later became the Vegan Society. They wanted a word for the lifestyle that they were following, and they were considering dairy ban, vitan, benivore, before they decided on vegan. It was actually a contraction of the word vegetarian, taking the first three letters and the last two letters of the word, because as they saw it, veganism takes the tenets of vegetarianism to their logical conclusion. The term plant-based might seem fairly new. We've only been seeing it pop up on advertising in the last 10 years, but I mean, the term is actually coined by T. Colin Campbell, a doctor and advocate of plant-based nutrition, who started treating his patients using food. You might remember him from the wildly popular doco Forks Over Knives or the research paper, The China Study. If you haven't seen that documentary or read the China study, I highly recommend checking them out. Really, really interesting. So that term, plant-based, plant-based refers to a diet that includes vegetables, fruit, grains, seeds, nuts, lentils, and legumes that are predominantly whole and unprocessed. The diet doesn't include any animal products or proteins such as meat, fish, poultry, dairy, eggs, or honey. And this diet is commonly consumed for health benefits or environmental concerns. The diet is not based on ethics or any philosophical beliefs. So you can see that while from a dietary perspective, the outcome is the same. The reasoning is vastly different. While a plant-based diet and a vegan diet are essentially the same thing, a vegan follows a lifestyle for ethical reasons that doesn't use or utilize animals in any way. So a plant-based person might go to the zoo or wear leather or buy makeup by brands that test on animals, but a vegan won't. However, could we walk into the same restaurant and order the same burger? Absolutely we could. 
because when it comes to the dietary restrictions, they are very similar. Now, I want to address something here. We see a lot of packaging and advertising that proclaims plant-based, and it really shouldn't. It should actually proclaim vegan, and I'm going to tell you why. The plant-based diet, as it was envisioned, um, actually has its roots in a healthy, unprocessed, whole foods diet. The entire concept was based on this. We're talking about eating in a way that includes the minimal amount of processing. So food like brown rice, whole fruits and vegetables, cooking without oil. This is what the plant-based diet actually refers to. And yet, we have these companies who've recognized the value and trust built around that terminology and the fact that it's evoking this idea of a healthy lifestyle, less impactful on the earth. And so that term, the plant-based term, has been co-opted by these fast food conglomerates who've realized that if they brand them as plant-based, you know, pies or plant-based burgers, plant-based deep fried nuggets, people are going to have this positive and healthy association with the wording. Um, These products should actually be labeled vegan because they don't contain any animal products and they're suitable for those following a vegan lifestyle. If you were following a plant-based diet in the truest concept of the word, these hugely popular, you know, faux meats and fast food offerings would not actually fit with what you can consume on that diet. Frankly, the plant-based food marketing is pretty shady. They've taken something that intrinsically reminds us of health and wellness and clean eating, and they're using it to promote delicious, greasy, highly processed burgers. Now, that is some greenwashing right there. (laughs) I should say, I don't eat a whole foods plant-based diet. I try to eat fairly well, and my whole approach is about balance. So I do love a good, greasy vegan burger when I have one. I actually reviewed four different brands with my partner on an earlier episode of this podcast. It's called Where's the Beef? Our favorite vegan mock meat. So if you're interested to hear my opinion on some of the incredible fake meat burgers out there, go check that one out. But yes, it's it's truly fascinating the way the terminology is used in marketing. It's also really interesting to note that this terminology that they're using and when they are when they're creating and marketing these fake meat burgers, these plant-based pies, plant-based burgers, they're actually not marketing them to vegans. The whole idea of using the marketing plant-based is to get some of those meat eaters and flexitarians on board to try it because that terminology and that lifestyle very, very trendy right now. And they know that there's a lot of power in that branding that they can use. So, you know, they're pulling in people who are not vegan to try what is essentially a vegan burger. Now, in that respect, I kind of like it. I kind of think that's cool. (laughs) I mean, you're getting people who would not normally have tried any plant-based meats or vegan meats to sort of jump on the bandwagon and give it a go. And I actually think that it has probably pulled more people over to the side of veganism because they've tried stuff that they thought, you know, wouldn't be any good, or they thought, I can't have something that tastes like this if I do that kind of lifestyle, and they've discovered that they can. So, in that sense, I'm all for it. Um, But yeah, it is really fascinating the way that, you know, words, terminology, and labeling, um, and that kind of branding really affects what people think, and whether or not they would be comfortable sort of trying that because I think you'd find a lot of people 
wouldn't try something labeled a vegan burger, but they would try something labeled a plant-based burger. When you hear um, the word vegan, I think a lot of people think it's too rigid. And I think that there is a negative association with some of the vegan activism that has happened over the years. Um, I think that people have, everyone has known a vegan who gets really intense and passionate about what they are, you know, sort of doing with their life and intense and passionate about why you shouldn't eat meat. If you're a meat eater, you've known a vegan who has had this conversation with you. They have teased you or not necessarily teased you, but they have definitely brought this up while you're eating a burger and you felt a bit attacked for that. That's, I think, part of the reason why the word vegan is, I guess, it's still holding on to some of those negative associations that people have with it. There just isn't a lot of love out there for vegans from the Omni community. I mean, it's actually, you know, it's well publicized how much people don't like vegans. In November in 2018, the website Vox published an article entitled, Why Do People Hate Vegans So Much?, so that gives you an idea of how much this this kind of dislike for vegans just permeates through society. It's an accepted reality enough that a you know media company can make an article about that and we accept that to be a fact that people hate vegans so much. <laughs> so yeah, there was also a study in 2015 conducted by Cara C. McInnes and Gordon Hodson, and this was published in the Journal of Group Processes and Intergroup Relations. So this study observed that vegans and vegetarians, but vegans in particular, experience discrimination on par with minorities in Western society. Now, I personally think that's a bit of a big claim. Um, I don't think that we're discriminated against to that degree, but it is interesting, you know, as to why people are so put off by vegans. I think to make the claim that we um, experience discrimination on par with minorities really doesn't acknowledge the microaggressions that minorities experience or the fact that they are discriminated against often based on, you know, looks, um, which you just can't, as a vegan, unless you're walking around wearing a shirt that says vegan, people don't immediately know that about you. So you're not getting discriminated against in the, on that same level. And to make that claim is a bit, it's just a bit much. Um, I don't think that that's a very good comparison. But it is interesting. It is interesting to know that there is this kind of dislike for vegans and this sort of hatred for vegans. I think it would be interesting to discuss why there is such a dislike or hate for vegans. So for a lifestyle that is rooted in non-aggression, you know, in a peaceful way of life, a life that has the least impact on the earth and, you know, has the least impact on other beings, it's odd that we get so much kind of anger and aggression directed at us. But... I think that, you know, I think we know where that comes from, really. If you stop and think about that, I think what it comes down to is that just by existing as a vegan in the world, your choice to follow that path reminds people of the cognitive dissonance that they contend with in their daily lives. Because most people would actually agree with the moral standpoint that you're taking. They, they don't want to be responsible for the suffering and the pain and the death of animals. 
but they also don't want to stop and they don't want to be reminded that they are responsible for that. Um, they think stopping would be too hard. They think that it's inconvenient. And to be honest, they think that they can't live without cheese and meat. Now, in reality, if you're vegan, um, you know it's quite easy to go vegan. It's daunting when you start out, but once you get a handle on the brands that you can have, the ones to avoid, and how to veganize your life, it really is quite easy. But tell your friends that you're vegan, and they'll probably make a joke about protein. Whereas, if you tell them that you're following a plant-based diet, you'll suddenly get these kind of like, oh, I've heard that's really healthy kind of comments, or, ooh, I had a plant-based burger at this restaurant last week, and it was great. So the power of words is really interesting. We have this negative association with veganism, and that leads people to put that negativity back on you and to say things like, you know, if you tell them that you're vegan, you often do get the question of like, oh, where are you getting your protein from though? Or are you looking after your nutrients? Do you get enough calcium or iron? Or they always bring up that kind of stuff. They're always so concerned about your health. And yet the attitude, you know, when you proclaim that you follow a plant-based diet is so much more different. It's so much more, you know, that is so healthy. I've heard that's really good for you. It's um, this very different kind of, I guess, reaction psychologically that we have to those two different words. So it's really interesting. And I can, and I, I think it's really funny as well, because they're the same diet. I mean, obviously, vegans can eat what we like, provided it's not you know, the result of anything coming from an animal or, you know, any sort of animal products, but plant-based people do have to eat a bit healthier. But the reality is it's more or less the same diet. So it's fascinating that one of those diets will get you praised for being so healthy. The other one will lead to concerns about your protein and nutrients. (laughs) So the power of words is really fascinating. Now, As to whether you view yourself as a vegan or as plant-based, that is really down to your reasoning for why you're doing it. So, you know, are you plant-based because this is about health for you and you don't follow um, all of those other kind of lifestyle elements that you would need to follow to be a vegan? Maybe you use products that were tested on animals. Maybe you buy leather or wool or something like that. Um, and so you don't want to label yourself as vegan, or maybe you don't do any of that, but you are eating this way and living this lifestyle for other reasons than for the animals. Because when it comes down to it, veganism as a label, it really applies to people who choose this path because of the animals and plant-based applies to people who choose a diet because of health or um, for environmental sort of impact factors. It's also interesting to note that I have seen, and I've come across this in some of the vegan groups that I'm in and, you know, across a few different sort of paths and things, I have seen this kind of dislike for people who proclaim they are plant-based within the vegan community. I think it might be because they, you know, there is that fear that maybe they're not doing all of the other elements to veganize their life, you know, but I think it's also, there's a lot of infighting in the vegan community. There's a lot of negativity there. There's a lot of attacking each other. Um, 
there's a lot of you're not vegan enough if you do this or if you do that. And I've actually seen plant-based used as a bit of an insult when someone says, oh, I'm vegan for environmental reasons. And the other person who's vegan for the animals will go, well, you're plant-based then because a vegan is doing it for the animals. Now, I don't think that's very helpful. I think that while they are correct in the strictest sense of the word, if the outcome is the same and someone does everything else in their life that equates to being a vegan, but they're doing it for environmental factors or for health reasons, I have zero issues with that. Call yourself vegan, call yourself plant-based. It doesn't worry me. I think that there is too much too much infighting and attacking going on. What is the point of us pecking at each other when we could be uniting to make change in the world? I mean, if you are plant-based, the diet that you're following is having a hugely positive effect on the world and on the welfare of animals, on your health. I, I see nothing wrong with that. And I don't think that other vegans should be tearing you down because you choose that path. But then I also don't think we should be tearing down flexitarians or vegetarians. I think we should be supporting everyone who makes any little bit of an effort. Because if the whole world went flexitarian and they were eating me once a week, like think about the change that that would make in the world. Think about how much that would impact climate change how many animals wouldn't, you know, be dying or tortured for the sake of their flesh or their, you know, their reproductive systems. It makes a huge difference when people make some effort. They don't have to make that 100% effort. They have to make some effort for there to be change. So I don't agree with people, you know, getting so kind of angry and getting so pedantic about these labels and tearing each other down. I see no point in it. I personally identify with and use the label vegan, but I also say plant-based sometimes. I say, oh, you know, I'm plant-based, I'm vegan. Um, I, I will interchange between the two of them, but I do think that I've definitely noticed when I use the terminology vegan, I get a lot more negativity. And when I use terminology plant-based, I get a lot more positivity give it a go yourself. If you're vegan, next time you meet someone new and you're at a party or something and they say, oh, you know, what would you like? Or would you like this drink? You go, oh, I'm plant-based. See if they respond differently to you compared to other times that you've told people you're vegan, because I really notice a difference in the way people respond to you based on how you're incorporating that terminology and what you're applying to your lifestyle. It's interesting too, because we see so much more, we see so many more people utilizing and using plant-based in the branding and packaging for food than we do vegan. Even food that is, you know, it's 100% vegan, but they will label it as plant-based. And I think that that's really interesting because there's been a real shift and a move towards that. And again, I think it comes back to those positive associations. And I think that there are companies and restaurants. One of my friends told me about a restaurant they went into the other day. It didn't claim, it didn't proclaim plant-based. It didn't proclaim vegan, like, you know, directly in any of their advertising or kind of right at the forefront of what they were saying. But there were little notes on the menu that said plant-based and everything 
on the menu was plant-based, but they never used the word vegan, not anywhere in their advertising, not anywhere on their menu. So it's interesting to see this shift from companies and the shift in society to what I would call, in some respects, it is a rebranding of the word vegan. It's not actually that in its truest sense of the meaning, they're not the same thing, but in the way that it's being used in advertising and by companies, plant-based is the rebrand of vegan. So that's really interesting. Um, and that's why I wanted to bring this topic up today and discuss it a little bit more. I think that, you know, whatever sort of, whatever path you personally want to take, whether you choose to identify as vegan or plant-based, that's totally up to you. If you are someone who identifies as plant-based and you are still using animal products in other areas, if you are still using products that are tested on animals or still buying leather, I would just say, you know, have a bit of a think about whether you could drop that part of your lifestyle. If you could go further into, you know, basically a more veganized lifestyle, because it does make a difference. It is important. And if any of the environmental factors are a concern for you, if the animals are a concern for you at all, it's just worth doing. And you're so close. You're already so close. You know, you may as well take that extra step. (laughs) Thank you for joining us for today's episode. It was a really interesting one to research. I actually think I might do another episode later about the history of veganism because I found so much fascinating stuff when I was researching for this one when I went to the history of the terminology. So look out for that one. That one will be coming up. But thank you for joining us for this special episode today. And if you are new around here, just click that subscribe button. If you have any questions, hit us up on Instagram. We are May Contain Trace of Soy. We do have some exciting news coming up, so definitely follow us there. You know, follow us on your favorite podcast platform so that you don't miss that news when it does get here. And we will catch you in a week. <laughs>